Microelectronic Mechanical Systems, or MEMS, are small, integrated devices and systems that combine electrical and mechanical components, as its name suggests. They can range in size from the sub-micron level to the millimeter level, and there can be any number of MEM components in a given system. Modern MEMS can be found in inkjet printing cartridges, microengines, locks, inertial sensors, fluid pumps, optical sensors, and many other objects are used in daily activities. Many everyday items depend on their MEMS, and in turn, many people depend on their MEMS every day. Yet how do we make MEMS? MEMS is broadly divided into four categories by creation. IC fabrication, bulk micromachining slash wafer bonding, surface micromachining, and micromolding. IC fabrication can be described in the major steps of film growth, doping, lithography, etching, dicing, and packaging. The process of film growth is as goes. A polished SI wafer is used as a substrate on which a thin film is grown. The film is usually silicon dioxide, silicon nitride, or other metals, which are used to build active and passive components and connections between circuits. A small amount of atomic impurity is usually inserted into the film in order to modulate the properties of the device layer, known as doping. A pattern or mask is then transferred to the film through a photoresist through a process known as photolithography. Then, all the unwanted film is selectively removed through chemical or physical means, known as etching. The finished wafer is cut into pieces, or dice, that are ready for machine use. The individual sections are finally packaged, a process that usually involves connecting and protecting a device or component. MEMS design is strongly coupled to the packaging requirements, which depends on the application environment. Bulk micromachining and wafer bonding is a second way of creating MEMS, and can be described as an extension of IC fabrication. It is used for the creation of 3D structures using the same process of IC fabrication on the third dimension. However, it is made in such a way that it is very difficult to be completely accurate to blueprints with every MEMS, and therefore is not used as a precision method. Surface micromachining is bulk micromachining on a much smaller production that focuses on specificality. The unfinished 3D structure is encased in a sacrificial material that is used as a mechanical support for slower, more refined work. The sacrificial material is eventually burned away, producing much more waste than the traditional bulk micromachining process. Micromolding, however, departs from the traditional lithographic methods. Instead of building upon a blank wafer, a mold is created and the structural material is then injected into the mold, and the mold is dissolved with a chemical component that leaves the material untouched. This method can be used to create a very high aspect ratio 3D microstructures in a wider variety of materials, including many metals, polymers, ceramics, and glasses. One advantage of MEMS is that they are, by definition, much smaller and lighter than traditional devices, which allows them to be applied to situations where more traditional devices would not suffice. Due to the small volume of materials required for their fabrication, products using MEMS can be produced cheaply and in vast quantities. With MEMS, multiple devices such as thermal sensors, pressure sensors, viscosity sensors, levers, and gears can be fabricated on the same chip with a processor, which allows them to handle complex problems. Using MEMS in products is not without its drawbacks. As John Topan said, packaging is the Achilles heel of MEMS manufacturing. Unlike IC packaging, MEMS packaging is an application-specific task and can completely destroy a potential product's ability to reach the marketplace. MEMS packaging must have the ability to meet one or more of the following criteria. 
It must isolate non-sensing areas from sensing areas, often in harsh, corrosive, or mechanically demanding environments, not impede mechanical action such as tilting, twisting, rotating, sliding, or vibrating, allow the transfer of fluids from one region to another, allow the coupling of energy, motion, or momentum from one region to another, and not transfer mechanical strain, heat, pressure, moisture, outgassing, performance restriction, and so on to the part in the package. Meeting these demands requires expertise in mechanics, chemistry, materials science, electronics, and knowledge of how they affect each other. This interdisciplinary aspect presents a major design challenge. Another obstacle in MEMS development and production is knowledge of materials with the correct mechanical, chemical, electrical, and optical effects. Physical properties of materials, including certain types of piezoelectric ceramics and shape memory alloys, are not well understood at the scale needed for MEMS, meaning current MEMS products are often less reliable than their traditional counterparts. MEMS have many potential applications in the future, in fields from medicine to manufacturing. MEMS may allow the creation of medical devices so small that they could selectively destroy cancer cells or pathogens. With MEMS, controlled chemical reactions can take place on microscopic levels, so new ways of diagnosing diseases and precise control of material purity will be possible. Through MEMS, devices are, that are currently expensive and difficult to transport will become far more practical. MEMS technologies have a large role to play both in the present and the future. Currently, MEMS are limited in production and distribution, but still play a role in society that is necessary. In the future, as MEMS technologies advance and become more and more commonplace, their impacts upon society will only grow more and more pronounced.